of Earth. As this cancer season is winding down, man, I am so grateful to be back into the seat of reflection. I have been in an episode of depression and I realize it's because I forgot. It's because once again the amnesia has taken over and I have forgotten. I have forgotten that I am a part of everything. I'm not separate than. And what happens when you're in the illusion of that separation? A lot of senseless suffering that the old mind has created for me. And then, once you start to remember, once you start to have that remembrance, believe we're on this path of remembrance, because throughout my life and with these cycles of depression, these cycles of deep rest, there's the, re, there's the remembrance, remember, putting back together, And then the grief, I have to sit with, or not have to, I get to, I get to become an active participant in my experience. And I feel the grief that comes from the time that the amnesia had taken over. And then that pain, the ways that I hurt myself the ways that potentially I have hurt others because I'm just at a war with myself. I notice that the judgments that I'm making on the world, I'm pointing the finger, but three are pointed back at me. That's a difficult thing to swallow. The grief first, recognizing the denial, my my own denial in everything. You know, I'm pointing the finger, they did this, they did this, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Because <laughs> what happens when we're a victim? You get the coddling, you get people that, you know, take your side and they're helping, you know, you, you further that illusion that you know, that person's the enemy, things like that. If I really do believe that it's all God experiencing God, well, and especially if I'm pointing the finger and saying you, 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 but forgetting to realize that I'm also capable of that very same behavior. You know, it's like approaching things out of that victim, you know, mentality a denial of your of your part in it that's hard to like come to grips with and then oh lord how how quickly 
do I, and I'm only going to speak for myself, only living through my experience, but the, the blame, the shame, the guilt, the fight, flight, fawn or freeze, you know, responses that happen. The other aspects of grief, anger, bargaining, especially with, you know, when it comes to depression. Young talks about depression as like a creative deep rest where it's at a point where even your ego has got to take a back seat because it's like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Because a new part of your psyche and of yourself is getting ready to emerge. Because what happens when you, when the amnesia kind of kind of dissipates, you come back to the remembrance, and you recognize, you come to terms with your participation in your own suffering and of others. Well, you are. I I get heartbroken. Because I'm not sadistic. I care about myself. I don't want to put myself through pain. And I don't want to put others through pain. So I recognize that I can't do that behavior that I once did. Time and time again. And I sure will. In differently nuanced ways. It's not like I've like jumped up a level. But it's just having little bit more awareness and a little less ignorance around it, God willing. Now, the other thing is you could continue to do that behavior, but you're going to feel it in your soul. It's going to wear on your soul. Hence the depression. Hence that separation, the forgetting that, yeah, I am a, I am a soul having a human experience. But what's also in the cycle of grief? Acceptance. Ah, acceptance. Acceptance, which is not based upon my preference. In the yogic philosophy, there's a quality of santosha, contentment. Not a place of passivity. However contentment within, a sense of peace within, that is, I have essentially no control. I have no control over things. So when you've spent a long time trying to grip on to the way things that you want to be, the way that you want things to be, yeah, All of that gripping is going to build up a bunch of resistance within. As my teacher says, you know, we are powerhouses of energy. We cannot be extinguished. You cannot be burned out. But rather, that feeling of exhaustion is just a buildup of all of this energy. It's like a pressure cooker, right? And that steam is just... It is just gathering all up inside the pot. Sometimes, you know, it bubbles bubbles on up, bubbles on over. Until, you know, maybe we come into our own participation. We remove the lid. 
It's like, it's like if you're holding a coffee cup, you're not passive in just dropping the cup. What your participation requires is setting down the cup and releasing your hand. We're not letting go. We are conscious within this experience. And I think that we're, when we're in the amnesia, it is operating um, a little bit more unconsciously. That's where things start to get a little sloppy. I start to drop it instead of consciously placing it down. Let's do a little experiment with that tension. Wherever you are, if you can, just take, take one of your hands, ball it up into as tight of a fist as you can. Rest it on your leg. Rest on your thigh. Rest on a table. And as you're there, just kind of looking at your fist, take a deep breath. And again. Third time's charm. Can you recognize how much energy it takes to keep your fist balled up to the degree at which you first had it tightened up? The physiology of our body is one that is at ease. It's within harmony. Even without your conscious knowing, your fist knows that it wants to let go. It wants to, again, not let go. It wants to release. It wants to relax. And so think about what we do with our minds. It's not something that we can see right out in front of us. But with our emotions, again, clinging to the ways that we think it should be, the way that we think something should be, that takes up a lot of energy. And if we're, if we're burning that energetic currency on stuff that we don't want, on these, when I say lower frequencies and lower emotions, it's those feelings of shame, blame, guilt, apathy, depression, takes a toll it it goes into your cellular body and then when we've stored up our energetic currency for the day of course we're not going to have energy to do things that are going to be adding to our life energy so this process is a sequential ordering of events through time we have the amnesia Then we have the path of remembering that comes with a little bit of grief, comes with that cycle of grief. But as we catch glimpses of acceptance, especially when we create and take, when we take the time and then create containers and spaces for self-reflection, come into the moment we recognize that we have time. We have the time. And so we get to take the time. We can't make time, but we get to take the time. And so as we're catching those glimpses of acceptance through uh, self-reflection, being with others that serve as a reflection, we're able to start to cultivate the practice and the feelings of forgiveness. 
forgiveness. Forgiveness is what equips us and enables us to keep on trying. Your willingness, your active participation, it takes courage. It takes courage. It takes courage to feel shame, maybe even feel embarrassment. Embarrassment for myself is one of the more difficult and challenging emotions to face and to feel. My friend reminded me that embarrassment is kind of the price that we have to pay in order for mastery of anything. We have to feel that embarrassment, which means just really not taking ourselves so seriously, especially as you're doing new things, especially as you're recognizing those old choices, old patterns of behavior, and you're like, you know what? I actually don't have the energetic currency to keep on operating under that set of conditions, so I have to try something new. I have to do it a different way. I have to do it in a new way. I get to do it in a new way. I get to, and hopefully we're around people that allow us the grace and the forgiveness to change and to grow. I sure as hell don't want to be held to a standard of who I was even last year. Oh, goddess, even six months ago. I always aim and hope to, to the best of my ability, to be a person that sees you for who you are in this moment, not clinging to the idea of who I thought you were in the past, but who are you right now? Especially if we're making amends, that means changed behavior. And with the society that we're, that we're in now, this, this cancel culture, or really cannibal culture, I mean, we're devouring each other. Devouring each other. What happened to grace and forgiveness, especially when there are strides toward changed behavior? Krishna Das says that grace is a given, but we have to pretend like it's not. I heard from God that forgiveness is a given. The source energy is like, Jordan, my girl, you are forgiven. The real question is, how long are you going to keep denying that forgiveness for yourself? How long are you going to keep pushing away forgiveness for yourself? And do you want to keep on saying sorry? Do you really want to keep on saying sorry? That's the thing. The presence of God never leaves. There's something within that builds up that illusion of separation. From me, from God, from me, from myself. And especially when I'm experiencing episodes of depression... Of course, I'm not going to recognize who's staring back at me in the mirror because that old identity, the old self, is dying. Bring it back to the word grief. Gvera is one of the roots that it's from, and it means to honor. As you're grieving what once was, the thoughts of the way that you thought it was going to go, the way you thought that it should be, instead opening yourself up to the flow of life. Honor. Honoring 
those parts of ourselves that have kept us safe. That's the thing. Your body is always working for you. It's always working for you. So that's why sometimes when, you know, we're really coming back to and allowing ourselves to be humbled by life, there's going to be those lower energetics within that we're going to have to sit with. And if we don't, at some point, your body's going to force you. I was, I was, uh, I just got done with uh, having, having some dis-ease within my body, within my sinuses. Because I was, I was just running and running and running from myself. I didn't take time. I didn't take the time when I was healthy. So I have to take the time for my illness, for my disease. But ultimately, I'm always grateful for it because it always brings me back into that place of humility. I get humbled so much that I'm so gracious and thankful to be a student of life again and as I open myself up I get a taste of what forgiveness is and guess what that self-forgiveness that allows me it gives me the space to forgive others and to know hmm, if they're behaving that way towards me I can only imagine the war that is going on inside of themselves so I don't have to take it personally Maybe it, maybe it is, because maybe, hey, it takes two to tango. Forgiveness is what enables us to keep on trying. We're going to make mistakes. I'm going to fumble. I am going to just honor the evolution of myself, and that comes with feeling into the heavy stuff. And as you breathe in, as you breathe in spirit, breathing in the inspiration to keep on trying again. Anjali Mudra, we bring our hands together in front of our heart space, the Anahata space within us, that unstruck heart, as it unifies the polarity, the being within ourselves, this realm that we're all in, that we're all experiencing, but knowing that when it is brought together, we can step forth through a heart-centered place. So yeah, the energetics of cancer season are always so hard but I am always so gracious at how I get humbled so much by life. Almost it's like I get brought back to square one and it always feels like a beginning. However, I, I am rested upon a rock steady, strong foundation. That's that other aspect of Anjali Mudra is the compassion for ourselves and for all beings with the wisdom, the totality of that gained wisdom thus far on our journey. That we're in it together. We're in it together. Everyone is going through some stuff. Everybody, everyone's going through shit. And that's why any self-work that we do for ourselves is relational by its nature because we remember that we are not separate than.
we are one with all that is. There are cycles and seasons of life where we are going to be humbled and then we are going to just stand so firmly with our hearts open upon that foundation of security that we've built for ourselves. A palm's open where we get to embrace life. It's that sacred polarity, but it's all you. It's all you. And when perhaps we are keen to, when though that, that wintering comes in, you know, the cycles and the times of darkness, if we have a little bit of awareness, we could perhaps create an environment of comfort, a little bit more stability, where if we can't, if where our capacity isn't um, perhaps available for doing this, that, and the other thing, at least we can do what we need to do to just be with ourselves. Open up our hands a little bit to allow that divine grace to pour in. And as my teacher says, one of the things that we can all learn, that we can learn to master is to bow is to bow to the reverence of the process, bow to the trust, the flow, the process. It all takes time, so it's a good thing that we have it. Noticing where we are in this moment. If you're standing, if you're sitting, localize yourself within the space. Notice where you feel the ground beneath you. Locate your heart within your body. Maybe put a hand there. Maybe put a hand on your diaphragm. Feel that flow of life. Feel your respiration flowing throughout you. All the systems of your body are working for you. Just as this outer earth, mother earth, Pachamama, she's here supporting us. Just as you have your own inner earth supporting you. We don't need to eliminate the tension altogether. It is there to serve us. That's another conversation. <laughs> but coming to ourselves into the moment enough where maybe, maybe through your willingness, your surrender, you set down what's heavy. Release your grip from it. If even for a moment or two. In fact, envision what is weighing heavy on your shoulders, within your heart, within your soul. Act as if you're picking it up, placing it down, just for these next few moments as we breathe together. Taking a nice deep breath in. Sigh it out. Once again. 
breathe it in, pause at the top. Release. Feel into that natural stream of your breath. And you decide if you'd like to pick up that weight again. As always, I bow to you, hands in front of my heart. In reverence, in respect, in love for you, stopping by. Resting underneath the plum thunder tree to be with yourself and to be with each other in this virtual space, spanning across time and space. It feels feels good to feel, feels good to heal. We gotta feel in order to heal honor the process honor the transition of one of your lives into the other as you are experiencing yourself in your evolution and you know what I'm proud of you I'm proud of myself because this isn't easy but it's worth it have a beautiful rest of your day or night you just have a beautiful rest of your time being wherever you are